0: into the Ask the Masters podcast, and this week we're going to kind of go back into the archives. We know quite a few of you guys are are new listeners, and we've got some really, really good episodes that we recorded early on, and I'm really excited to to bring back some of these episodes over the next couple of weeks here as we round down 2020. And then uh, we've got a lot of great content coming up for 2021. Um, We've got two more of our deep dive podcasts that we have already recording that are currently being in uh, that are being edited and so but but really right here at the end we wanted to reintroduce some of the podcasts uh, that that were kind of the best of over the past couple of years and so today we'll be jumping in and revisiting the the episode on ozone that I recorded with Dave Rockwell, and so many of you have uh, listened over the last couple of years. You're going to be familiar with Kevin Kobabe, who's joining me, and Kevin and I are going to be kind of co-hosting, and and uh, we're going to try this new format out. And and definitely in the comments below here, uh, let us know what you think about it. But we wanted to we wanted to kind of uh, Try just a different format here where we'll uh, have a little bit of an informal time here at the beginning and then uh and then we'll launch right into the episode so um welcome in kevin and you know you don't really need an introduction but uh you know say hi to everybody
1: thank you hi everybody um yeah this is this was actually even though you know it was it was one of the earlier episodes i it really uh Ozone is something that has been intriguing me for the last, you know, handful of years for sure, where I've been trying to get it more and more into all of my builds that I do, you know? So, um, and uh, Dave Rockwell is definitely a, a huge, you know, authority on the on the subject and has done so much research and to help me understand. And I think, you know, listening to this again, it just, you know, I still learn something new every time I listen to these things. You know, even even multiple times.
0: Yeah, that was intriguing to me this morning as well. Uh, both you and I listened to it this morning just to kind of refamiliarize ourselves with the episode. And and yeah, I picked up something this morning as well. So it's it it's just so much information that Dave and I dove into here. um And yes. you know. I know you're doing quite a bit of ozone on your pools. Uh, both you and I have the, uh, the joy of having clients with the bandwidth to do large ozone systems. Uh, right. So it's a lot of fun, but I think as an industry, it's really important uh, to learn about the technology and to, to really understand it. And that's really what we tried to do in this episode is kind of dispel some of the myths and kind of give
1: everybody a broad understanding of ozone. Yes, and I I believe the technology has come a long way from probably the first time I was introduced to ozone was easily 25 years ago, and it was just really kind of new to everybody back then, and and, uh, nowadays the systems that they have available are just, you know, so much better than what we had 25 years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree, and and even since this was recorded a couple of years ago, uh, we're we're starting to explore kind of the next level of the maturation of ozone, and starting to get into uh, the nano bubble technology and and ways that we can kind of expand the the life expectancy of ozone. You know, as we talk about in this episode, ozone off gases very quickly. And so with the with the newer nano technology, we're actually able to keep it in the water even more and 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 and, and make it more
1: viable uh, for for regular jobs. Right. And uh, you know, the more that everybody knows about it, the bigger it's going to become. It's uh you know, I, I, I believe it's the, the next up and coming big thing that, you know, that's going to replace salt systems across the country, hopefully. So. Yep.
0: All right. So. Um... We are happy to have you as part of Ask the Masters. Uh, if I could just do a quick ask, um, if you guys could like and subscribe this and share it to all of your friends, we would much appreciate that. Uh, because our goal here is is not to become rich and famous uh, by any means. Nobody is making money off of this uh, uh, off of this endeavor. But our goal here is really the enrichment of the entire industry, and so. Uh, the more that you like and subscribe and share these episodes, uh, the, the the broader the reach is and the more people that will be able to find us. So uh, stay tuned. We've got a great episode here and I'm glad you guys are ha- have joined us. And even if you've listened to this one before, uh, please, by all means, listen to it again because both Kevin and I picked up something new uh, uh, even after listening to it again. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode welcome to the show today my name is Dave Penton from fluid dynamics Pull and spa and today I have the honor of interviewing a good friend of mine uh, a guy who I consider the preeminent ozone expert in the country uh, Dave Rockwell welcome to the show thanks so uh, so tell us uh, who you are what's your a uh, little bit about your company and and uh, you know I, I I don't even know what to ask because we talked on the phone so often <laughs> that it's it's uh yeah right. so so introduce yourself to the listeners.
2: I'm a pool guy. I've started servicing pools 30 years ago and um early on in my career I I came across a pool, I started it up and it had a Clearwater Tech ozone system on it and I as I serviced this pool, I recognized that it used so little chlorine. Uh it would run on a half a tab of chlorine a week <laughs> and rarely had to shock it. The water was brilliantly clear, uh more so than the other pools I was servicing. And uh so as I got involved with this pool I, I just became intrigued. I'm like, this is I gotta learn more about this. This is this is really something. And so I uh contacted Clearwater, I went up and they had a class on ozone and how to work on it and they set me up with some materials and uh, things that i could study and learn about ozone and it kind of started a love affair that that i've had my whole career in in pools um and that goes back how many years now 20, 20 to 25 years wow
0: so even back then i mean ozone is is um to an extent it's starting to finally come of age in the broad industry but you know 25 years ago you were already dabbling in this and seeing it and uh so let me take you back uh, even a little bit further than that to start off um how you know did you wake up when you were 13 and go i'm gonna be a pool guy how did you end up uh <laughs> in this industry and and
2: where are you from uh, um um I grew up in Michigan. Uh, oh, Cool, rich Michigan. Yeah, the, the, that was a, what, I ended up here just kind of by, by twists of fate. I, I spent some time in Colorado. I kind of lived my life backwards. I did my retirement years in my 30s while, oh, while I was a ski bum in Colorado and uh, moved to California and um, I ended up, was kind of knocking around, couldn't really find a job that fit and a friend of mine was a pool guy and he's like well not just ride along with me for a while i, I was hooked mm-hmm. uh, just outdoors in the sun beautiful backyards i'm like this is it for me this is what i want to do
0: you were hooked immediately but did how, how did that progress into yeah, that becoming was the, where the you the difficulty.
2: are difficulty um he only had a, a one pool pool route and uh but he had other friends and everybody had a couple little extra pools that they didn't want to do that. They gave me, I started doing those. I found some pools that I was able to work off. I, I some apartment pools, commercial pools, which really got me up to speed in a hurry on how to do repairs. You don't have a choice. Right. And, um, so, um, I, I, I did that. I, I was fortunate enough to meet, um, uh the, some automation specialists I got involved with doing in the old Compool days worked with, with um those people. Tom Shandians was a was a huge mentor. He was a great guy from to Benter. work with. And um so I uh, that kind of opened doors for me to get into the higher end market and uh that's where I came across my first ozone system and uh like I said it just sort of went from there. Yeah so even at that young stage of your
0: career within pools um you were already starting to experiment with the uh the, kind of the cutting-age stuff you know 25 years ago automation was nothing now right. now we don't even think about it i mean yeah. most pools at least out here in california get built that way but 25 years ago that was
2: not the case after i saw my first automation system is like every pool needs this yeah and um it kind of was the same way uh with the with ozone system uh, uh, more pools need this uh, uh, and the variable speed pumps came out uh, when, as soon as I saw that I, I got right on board with it uh, you just see the advantages of, of newer technology and um, start using it and it, it, it becomes very much like why didn't we always do it this way
0: sure that was uh, you know you've been in the industry longer than I have but that was that was the first kind of Monumental breakthrough uh, that I remember in my career, I still am always perplexed by the people um, outside of California that uh, are really that really push back on it i don 't i don't understand that and it's...
2: in this day and age that it's been this far down the road and that 's still happening just blows my mind um, and, and I guess that's the one takeaway as as a pool guy that that has uh, always kind of uh, alarmed me about my industry my end of the industry is how so many of us are closed-minded when it comes to these new opportunities nobody's going to pay that much money to automate a pool nobody's going to pay fifteen hundred dollars for a a pool pump Uh, same thing with ozone systems now nobody's going to pay that much for an ozone system stop making those decisions for your customers exactly they, they want this stuff, especially now in the millennial market. They're they're very tech savvy, they're um. They're very health conscious. They they want this stuff, and and we've we've got to we've got to know because it's the right thing to do for for one thing, but it's the best thing for us too for our business.
0: Sure, exactly, and and, you know, as everybody gets more. Environmentally conscious and more health conscious and and this whole health and wellness movement um you know that that has been a part of European um, right. living for so long as that kind of grows over here and matures over here, um, the opportunity for a product like ozone is just Absolutely. i mean we 're just starting to see the beginning yes. of of that um, can you share a little bit about Um, you know what are some of the benefits why would somebody put ozone on a pool what's you know chlorine is cheap it's economical it's easy to use um,
2: you know that's true 100 percent true and a lot of times you think if you're trying to promote alternative sanitizers which means salt to most of the industry but when we're talking about Alternative sanitizers, we're not necessarily saying that chlorine itself is the devil, that it's it's a horrible thing. Um, Chlorine is a very effective sanitizer, but it's all about the way that it's dosed, the amount that's used, uh, how do we control the byproducts. Although chlorine is ubiquitous and cheap, it's not the be-all and end-all. The argument against ozone is always, well, it can't be a primary sanitizer. It can't be a standalone sanitizer. Well, nobody stops and applies those same standards to a chlorine pool. Uh, When you go to any hotel on a busy Saturday afternoon, I can't tell you how many times I turn my kids around and say, sorry, we're going to find something else to do. We're not going in that (laughs) cesspool. Yes. And I've been to pools where you can't see a person's feet when they're waist deep in the water. Chlorine is not necessarily in and of itself a standalone sanitizer either.
0: Right. That's a great point that I never really thought about. Uh, You know, you get these heavy load environments. So how does ozone solve that problem? Eliminate chlorine and just stick an ozone system on there? Absolutely not. Okay.
2: And in a commercial world, you can't do it legally. You can't do it. But, and,
0: but, but I think you're saying also that you shouldn't.
2: True. Yeah, You need uh, uh, enough of a residual uh, for the bather-to-bather contact, the, the, the wastes that come off of each, each bather. But when you add chlorine to a pool, the first thing the chlorine has to do is oxidize what's already accumulated in the water. Hmm. When you use ozone and chlorine together, the ozone takes all the heavy lifting off of the chlorine. How so? There's no built up organic load in the water. Okay. So you can have a smaller amount of chlorine to do the job of just acting as a residual to cover that bather to bather contact. The other advantage of chlorine and ozone together, like in a spa environment we were talking, especially this would be true, the kind of nitrogen and ammonia based compounds, sweat, urine, snot, Chloramine forming yes. elements within the water. Both chlorine and ozone are very slow to react in, uh, individually to those things. But in in an environment where you're using both, the chlorine oxidizes these compounds down into something that the ozone can burn right off. So you never get that accumulation of chlorine byproducts and the, the the foul smell and and the foam. And this is... The amount of residual you need or whether you re- need a residual has a lot to do with your bather loads and the organic load that comes into a pool. By but,
0: organics, you mean uh, dust, mold, <laughs> pollen spores. It doesn't necessarily mean to be at a gym. This could be in a well, backyard it's, pool. Yes,
2: exactly. And so um, if it's just uh, one, one person doing laps in a residential pool, you don't need a really high... Uh, level of residual. Um, but you need a little something in the water just to, to kill things that, that blow in. Now it's true ozone does burn off and it doesn't necessarily create a residual that lasts, but ozone does last in the water for anywhere from 20 minutes to a matter of an hour or more after you turn the pump off, after you stop generating ozone. Chlorine will last obviously longer but if, as long as that pump is running, although it's not necessarily creating what you think of as a residual in the same way as chlorine, you're always replacing the ozone that, that off gases or, or gets used up. So it's, although it's not a residual, there is a steady uh, supply of ozone in the water, and it is measurable. Ozone, chlorine, bromine all show up on a DPD test kit. So with the ozone systems,
0: uh you know the residual is not long lasting and that's that's been another knock that i've heard about ozone's uh systems in that is that you know unless you're running it 24 hours a day you know it's really ineffective and and you know you and i do a lot of ozone installations here in southern california and and to an extent uh, there's some validity to that it doesn't necessarily need to run 24 hours a day but since ozone is not able to be stabilized um, you know, an hour after you turn off an ozone system, we've lost all that residual in the water. So how do you overcome some of those barriers um, with, uh, with the system, and, and what are some of the things that you recommend uh, as, as you're introducing an ozone system to a pool?
2: Well, when when people are swimming every day, there's absolutely no reason not to run a pool 24 hours. It's the best thing for the water. It's not only is the ozone uh, cleaning the water or sanitizing the water, the water's getting filtered, the water's circulating. Circulating the water is the best thing you can do for its health. So there's nothing There's nothing bad about running it 24 hours a day.
0: Uh, this is where we have really seen the benefit of variable speed pumps. Yep. Uh, because in the past, the idea, especially here in Southern California where we have really high electric rates, the idea of running a pool pump 24 hours Is unheard of, and so I I know you're going to get some pushback on that because, you know, the the pump is loud and everything, and who wants to hear that? Uh, But I, I I really believe that, you know, ozone and variable speed pump technology have really allowed um, this to become a reality, where you can run it uh, your system at a very low speed, and run it 24 hours a day, um, or 22, or whatever, and you're not. You know, you're not killing your neighbors uh, with noise pollution, and you're also not killing your electric bill either.
2: Ozone is for people who value healthy water. My website is called swimchlorinefree.com. It doesn't say there's no chlorine ever in your pool.com. What we're trying to do is minimize the amount of chlorine, eliminate any chlorine byproducts, and for the most part, we're trying to give people a chlorine-free swimming experience.
0: Mm. I'm glad you explained that because that's, that's, uh, that could be
2: misconceived. And, and so that, that brings up another thing that I think we do a little different on the pools we do together. Uh, on the service end of things, we run no cyanuric acid, no conditioner in these pools. I don't want the chlorine to hang around. I don't want it to last. I want it to be full strength do its thing and be out of there and that just freaks people out because they (laughs) it does
0: you know um the 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 big test case so um just to explain to the listeners a little bit i'm a contractor i build pools and you do pretty much all of my startups uh and and you maintain these pools um and and so we have a long-term history together uh but then we also um, have learned how to develop these and, and watch them. It's not just something that, that right. I put in. So it had
2: 15-gallon tanks. and That was your chem tanks down at the equipment pad. Exactly. Sorry. Okay. And it was using, on average, 27 gallons of chlorine a week. Wow. Because he was swimming a lot, he had it hot, and and uh, uh, that's just what it took to keep the pool And it's nice. a big pool. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge pool. And uh, at full perimeter overflow, about 100 feet of vanishing edge.
0: Actually, 220. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I knew that was a long long trough I had to clean. Um, So when we commissioned the ozone systems, it went from using 27 gallons a week on average to about 7 or 8 gallons. Wow. And,
0: so, and water quality stayed the same there's no
2: water quality went through the roof it was so much better
0: explain that and so explain why you know at 27 gallons a week i mean that's a lot of chlorine and right. and uh, i do want to reiterate this is a huge residential pool this yep, is not your monster. average backyard yeah, that, pool it's
2: it's, a, it's it's the biggest residential pool i've ever worked on yeah, it's, it's
0: a couple thousand square feet. Yeah. Uh, and so just to give perspective so people right. don't, you know, uh, freak out. So, but, but, you know, essentially we reduced the chlorine usage by, what's that, 75%. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but explain what happened to the water, too. I mean, it was clear and it was beautiful and everything before the ozone, but, but what's the difference that you saw?
2: Ozone is a, the strongest oxidizer you can put in the water. It oxidizes metals and also coagulates or flocculates metals so they can be filtered out more. So almost immediately, the water clarity went way up. Hmm. because it's filtering out the the metals and and the things that create color in the water, the water becomes a deeper blue, a prettier blue the 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 clarity and and the color of the water. Uh, is with ozone is, is something you just can't match any other way.
3: Hey, Paolo this is Chris Ryan with Clearwater Tech. I just wanted to uh, touch base with you. I understand you guys are using a, a, a number of our, our systems, and uh, and you might have some questions.
4: Yeah, you know, um, I mean, I'm glad that, glad that you called me because I've got a question. Um, we have a couple of units that are starting to get uh, starting to age a little bit and getting beyond their uh, lifespan, and I was wondering uh two I have two questions one is um, how do I know that the unit is getting to um, the end of its lifespan? is there um, a particular number of hours that the unit is um, like maxed out at, and then um, what can I do to to um,
3: restore or um, recondition the unit that's that's a great question. Um, You know, our our units are very robust and are designed for long-term usage, and most people don't realize that they, you know, they run 20 or 24 hours a day in most cases and um, there is some wear and tear on the unit itself. Um, The glass dielectrics need to be cleaned, uh, seals need to be replaced, and things like that. And over time, um, the ozone output can diminish slightly, um, and you'll notice uh, an impact on the water quality is probably the easiest way to determine. But the the wonderful thing is um, if you take the unit, uh, box it up, and ship it back to us uh, for a nominal fee, we will refurbish it, uh, bring it back to new standards, and uh, and ship it back to you for reinstallation. So there's a um, a service that we offer that does exactly that. That a lot of our dealers like to take advantage of.
4: Oh, awesome! Awesome. And that's uh, um, you know, um, I've had a Clearwater, Tech system on my cool now for gee seven years. Um, I'm sure it's probably about time to box it up and send it in, have it reconditioned, also. Um, but the, you know, I've seen a, just a, a dramatic um, improvement in the clarity of the water. Um, and, and not only from, from um, a reduction in the oil from the suntan lotion that my kids and, and spouse put in the water, but um, the water just seems so much clearer, almost with this, um, as, as if we've got micro-filtering um, going on or, or some type of... Um, you know, flocculant occurring where it's, it's able to just capture all those little suspended
3: particles. You, you know, you're, you're right on the money. The, the term we use is called microflocculation. What it does is it causes all the little particles, once they're broken down by the ozone, the, the, the ozone gas in the, in the water, that um, the particles um, come together, they coalesce and form larger particles and are picked up through filtration. So it, it really enhances your filtration system so that you get the cleanest, clearest, um, um, you know, uh, brightest water that you could possibly get out of a swimming pool using a clear water tech ozone system.
4: I want to, I want to thank you for your follow-up call. Uh, I know we haven't met in person, and uh, it, it's, it's nice actually uh, touching base with somebody other than the engineers at the factory well,
3: you know, uh, Paulo, um, like I you said, your reputation precedes you, and I know you built some of the, the finest pools in Northern California and all over the globe, really. But, um, um, you know, I look forward to the opportunity where we can sit down and, and uh, share a glass of wine and, and uh, talk about um, new ideas for the future as well. All right, awesome. Well, thanks for the call. Thank you, Paulo.
2: A huge advantage to ozone is the fact that it gets rid of things in the water that no other either chlorine or other alternative sanitizers they don't touch um When you look at these beautiful backyards we work in, they get that way because they have gardeners using fertilizers, herbicides. They have a guy come and spray for bugs once or twice. I've had him come and spray right up next to me they've got a full-on suit and respirator on, and they're spraying that stuff around me. I'm like,
0: wait a minute. And you know it's atomizing through the atmosphere, and the water captures all of that.
2: It's getting into the pool. All the stuff, and their neighbors are doing the same thing. All this is blowing around, getting into the pool. So there's a a toxic load that we can't measure for, and we don't see that ozone gets rid of. very interesting survey that was published, they asked people what was their dominant memory of summertime. Oh. One of the top responses was the smell of chlorine in the pool. Frightening, isn't it? Most people's dominant memory is an unsafe, unhealthy swimming pool that they were in, and they didn't even know it. Um, uh, Explain why smelling chlorine is such a problem. Well, Basically, there's two reasons that you smell chlorine. The dull, funky chlorine smell that you associate with pools most often is actually from the chlorine byproducts. It's the the stuff that we talked about that creates foam and spas. That's an extreme concentration of it, but it's basically the chlorine and the things that it's reacted with have created chloramines. Chloramines, if they're allowed to stay in the water, degrade in levels to more and more toxic versions of themselves. So that's the one chlorine smell. Now, there's another chlorine smell that's that's really bad, and that's a stinging. It kind of burns your eyes and burns the hair off your, out of your nose. And that's when you get super high concentrations of free chlorine, 10 parts per million and above. Both of those are equally harmful, but if you smell chlorine in the water, you really should get a test strip or a test kit before you get in. So I
0: think that 's a big con- misconception um, you know among people that don 't understand chlorine. Um, you know the fact that you can walk into your local y m c a and i've i 've heard this said before uh, people will lock, walk in and say i can 't smell chlorine. there must be a problem yeah. and and that 's actually a thousand percent the opposite of yeah. of what reality is uh, and so you 're saying that if you walk into a place and smell chlorine your radar should go up and and you should be really wondering what's going on. Yep, exactly. Talk me through your beliefs on chemical automation and and being able to control those feeds.
2: Uh, Ozone doesn't fit into every budget but for a little bit more than the price of a salt system a chemical automation system can be added to a pool that controls the pH, it gives you a real-time reading of the quality of the water. What we do uh, with our chemical automation systems on a residential pool is again we run no cyanuric acid some guys like to run um, 20 to 30 parts per million if you do any more than that you're actually at cross purposes of what you're trying to accomplish but by dosing reg- at regular intervals and keeping your residual chlorine down to a part per million or less Half a part per million of, of active chlorine in the water will do everything you need it to do. Hmm. So you don't need these massively high chlorine residual numbers with a chemical automation system because it's constantly replenishing the supply as it gets used up. That in itself creates fewer chlorine byproducts, and the net result is you don't see, feel, taste chlorine, and smell chlorine in the water.
0: So I really want to bring back around something we touched on earlier about this whole health and wellness movement. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've talked about it uh, on other episodes with other people. Uh, We're really starting to see the home wellness center uh, coming of age, especially super high-end residential where you've got, um, you know, the, the wellness center in the basement where you've got your gym you've got your massage table uh, you know maybe a spa um, you know a, right. a, a sauna and so um, as that trickles down out of just the 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 high end um, uh, you know it, it's uh, I think we're gonna see that really mature and and it's just a kind of an outgrowth of where I see, um, just society moving right now. You know, I mean, millennials are very, very health conscious. And yes. wellness is really, um, you know, it, it's potentially a, um, a a new frontier, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, we've seen it the last number of years with uh, the, the onset of hybrid cars. Uh, you know, we sure. live in California here, and, and electric cars are going to be... You know, they may not trickle out to the to the rest of the nation uh, as much as they will here, but um, that technology is creeping in everywhere. And yes. you have, um, you know, hybrid cars uh, that that almost I can't think of any of the major manufacturers that don't have some sort of a hybrid version uh, of at least some of their more popular cars, and. Um, you know, it, it's it's all kind of that same um, environmentally conscientious client base and, and, and consumer base. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so uh, how do you see ozone, you know, fitting in with this whole health and wellness movement?
2: Well, I think that's what's starting to take ozone out of the lifestyles of the rich and famous world and bringing it down into the traditional backyard market. Um, because of who's buying and owning these pools now. Like you said, they drive hybrids, they're very environmentally conscious, they're health conscious. They spend more money for organic fruits and vegetables. They buy grass-fed, grass-finished meats, um, organic chicken, that sort of thing. Um, They go to chiropractors, naturopaths, instead of regular allopathic doctors. Uh, So they're used to spending money on their health, and so just like we talked about uh, automation, variable speed pumps, um, these things worked their way into that market. They were uh, a higher cost than than what the average backyard pool used to be, but the these people see the value in that. They they care for their health. They uh, especially children nowadays. There's high incidence of autism, food allergies, things like that. Uh, and they're concerned that chlorine is contributing to that toxic load. So things that we can do to reduce that in a pool, we're giving them exactly what they want. Sure, I mean, the, the
0: marketplace seems to be so ripe for this right now. And, and you know, uh, just like a hybrid car, it costs a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you look around, you know, as you're on the roads, there's an awful lot of people who are very willing to spend a little bit more for a hybrid car That's and right. so um you know the the um so much of the pushback within the industry is is um you know I, I really want to kind of talk against that a little bit because yeah. um you know I like what you had mentioned uh, in in a conversation you and I had offline here is that um you know the the you're making the decision for the client right and and that's uh, uh... in some respects i feel that's irresponsible for your client uh... but then at the end of the day um i, I think you can um, you can you can navigate the conversation and explain the health and wellness benefits of what an ozone system does and and offers and um you know it, it, it's it's not smoke and mirrors it's, it's not. It, it it is a legitimate alternative um not an alternative it's a legitimate supplement and uh... you know it's a it's a potential to not only create a better environment for the client uh... but to also help them um, with their you know uh, increased need for health and wellness and and um, you know the benefits to it are are there as
2: well. And there's environmental benefits also. Um, Every gallon of chlorine that you add to a pool, you're putting about four pounds of salt into it. Uh, Every gallon of acid is about two pounds. So you're driving the total dissolved solids, the dissolved metals and things in the water. Eventually that water has to be drained. Up until this winter in Southern California, we've had a pretty bad drought situation. So, people have been reluctant to, to drain their pools. So, they've had to live with declining water quality month by month and year by year. Ozone systems, by limiting the amount of things you're adding to the pool, uh, it, it is an environmentally and re- responsible thing to do to have, a, have an ozone pool. Sure. And, and ozone does
0: not leave any residual, hmm. uh, it off gases out carbon and
2: water. And so behind.
0: the other thing that, uh, that I have always touched on, too, um, nobody talks about the envir- environmental impact of um, what does it look like to manufacture the chlorine. And then it has to go into uh, a semi-truck and get delivered to the... Yeah. Uh, the distribution house, and then you put it in the back of your truck, and it's heavy, and you use more fuel and everything. So so if you really start to look broadly outside of just the actual dumping it into the pool, um, you know, the impacts are, are pretty far reaching. And to be able to minimize that, it's a, it's a real easy sell. Um, you know, once you can start to talk to your clients and 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 that it's it's not as difficult um a, a sale as you would think that's true yeah yeah and and just the fact that um, I think so many people would be willing to spend a little bit of extra money Great. um you know one of the one of the pushbacks um over the years has been ease of operation and all of that, and so um you know, walk us through that, I mean you have you know dozens if not hundreds of these out in the field right. um, you know what what does normal operation look like and and um, you know can you dispel some of those myths
2: well there there's a couple little things that need to be checked uh, monthly uh, the things like little fan filters that keep the uh, unit cool um, there's a set of gauges on the front there's, there's a vacuum gauge and a, and a flow gauge and making sure that those numbers are, are adding up, or they're in the right range so that you're drawing the ozone into the water and mixing it properly. Um, it's really just a matter of knowing what to look for. And I, for my part of it, I either maintain the ozone pools, our company does it ourselves, uh, or if I'm working with a pool guy, I'll spend some time and train him what to look for. And then annually, this the units do need to be serviced, the chambers need to be be, be rebuilt. Um, as we mentioned at one point there's very high voltage going through these things, there's a lot that creates heat, and uh, so there's there's a, a certain a, a amount of service that it requires every year, it's probably a few hundred dollars, but as long as it's, it's kept up and kept running, um, it, it's uh, it's very very easy, and as I mentioned, the whole reason I got into uh, looking into ozone in the first place was because how much easier it made my life as a pool guy.
0: Sure, and and it's not unlike um, you know maintaining your salt cell. Um, you know right. those have to be cleaned uh, on on a fairly regular basis, right. and uh, you know anymore it seems like every couple of years you're having to buy a new one, yep. uh, and so it's. Um, the biggest thing that we've seen over the years is how many times have you walked into uh, a project and the ozone system has been shut down right um and and really it's it it's because me cry it, every time i see
2: that <laughs>
0: exactly uh but the reality is is that uh, it probably hadn't been serviced in four right. years and and yeah if they're not maintained but it's just like anything if you don't change the oil in your car guess what it's going to blow up eventually yeah. right. and so um just learning that uh that really it's about a year, um, you know, and, and, yeah, there is there's a maintenance interval that people are unaware of, uh, but it's not the end of the world. So you and I have the benefit of working on, you know, true high-end residential. Right. Um, uh, how do you see this uh, as, as being able to come down into the more traditional residential market? Because that's been one of the... Uh, one of the things that we've seen over the years is this is really, um, you know, ozone is a, a very integral part, and it's almost, at least here in Southern California, getting to be um, an expected um, part of true high end residential construction. Right. Um, but it, it's not just for that. I mean, it's definitely, we've done a, a few systems on, you know, more traditional pools, right. um, you know regular middle class neighborhoods and Mm -hmm. and it's not this this big luxury item that somebody is splurging on it it, it really is a viable um, in in more of a mainstream type of an environment explain that
2: well um, the the customers in that part of the market that I'm finding generally are the kind of people who do their own research online Um, they start looking at what's out there and uh, that's why I'm putting my website together, swimchlorinefree.com, I want to be a resource for people to be able to get actual, not just sales pitches, but real information about uh, ozone and alternative sanitizers, how to make an intelligent choice between the options that are out there, and basically uh, a little bit about the science behind ozone and, and, and the huge benefits it brings to a pool.
0: Yeah, um, just bring everybody back up to speed on that. What are what are the benefits uh, for 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 those that don't know that are not familiar with ozone?
2: Ozone is as an oxidizer is around a hundred times stronger than chlorine. Wow. Give or take, based on concentrations and so forth, and three thousand times up to three thousand times faster working. So. Uh, Viruses and bacteria, uh, many of them are killed on contact by ozone where it takes chlorine sometimes minutes or even hours. The really bad bugs, uh, the spores like uh, cryptosporidium e. coli, they actually have a hard shell around the outside that has to be penetrated before you can actually get to the organism. Ozone kills those very rapidly. Chlorine, it takes some time to break it down. There are other systems like ion systems that use metals, uh, copper, silver, zinc. And those systems take hours or even days to kill a bug. So basically, they're kind of, they might be kind of a feel-good thing to put on your pool. Uh, don't, I don't use chlorine. I use this. What you have to realize is the stuff that it's killing is the stuff you left in the water days ago. There is nothing there protecting you right now against bather-to-bather transmissions.
0: We're talking alternative sanitizers right now and, and alternative systems. I want to just touch on AOP just a little bit. Uh, I don't want to get too granular into it, but um, you know, it, it seems to be the new kind of buzzword within the industry. Uh, and it's essentially um, UV combined with ozone. Uh, can you just uh, touch a little bit on that and...
2: They're they're creating ozone and then destroying it with UV. In that process, uh, hydroxyl radicals are created. They're something that appear in a flash and disappear. Uh, I don't know that there's any way to measure them or measure for them um, because it's just, just a quick little thing that happens in the piping. And so there is some promise in that Uh, it's something that we've been playing around with using uh, uh uv systems on our ozone pools but um i'm not entirely convinced that destroying the ozone and not letting a little bit of residual go back to the pool is such a great thing because ozone has so many beneficial qualities to it um for me the jury's still out sure But the thing I will say is that most of the units that that are out there for residential pools, compared to what we do, are are drastically undersized. It's like that old ozone light bulb in a box system. Um, Does ozone work even in small quantities? Yeah. But if you don't use enough of it, you're not really getting the full benefit that you really are looking for in a pool.
0: Sure, uh, and the systems that we put in, uh, yeah, they're a little bit more expensive than um, you know your traditional bolt-on system that you can go buy at the at the distribution house. But um, we are seeing real,
2: real, real world, results in the water.
0: Yeah, and and real-world reductions of chemicals. You know, yep. ninety, yes. ninety-five percent. we can really cut it out. Yeah. So,
2: and in the wintertime, time, I've got uh, most of my ozone pools run chlorine free they're they're running just on ozone
0: so as the resident ozone expert what is your um what's the one thing uh your your takeaway for the listeners what's the one thing that you want to any myth you want to dispel anything that you want to uh uh, leave everybody with why why ozone
2: Because it can do so much for your pool in terms of the actual health of the water and the uh, benefits to the water clarity, the water purity. Um, A lot of people spend a lot of money on high-end finishes for their pool. You really want to show that off, put an ozone system on it. It's the water color and clarity. Beauty is is unmatched by any other process. Uh, If you want really, really healthy water, We've always looked at, at, in the pool service industry, we've always looked at water quality in terms of what, we've, what we're taking out of the water, all the harmful things um, that we're removing from the water, either by uh, chemical treatment or filtration. For the first time with ozone, we're actually looking at adding something healthy to the water, we're, we're dissolving oxygen and adding that to the water, just, just being in that water Is good for you. Your 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 skin likes having that oxygen, and uh, so to me, uh, there's there's really nothing that approaches healthy water that you can get with ozone.
0: Sure, and and it's it's um you know we we've been talking about it all throughout the the health and wellness aspects are just. Uh, there's such a part of what everybody is looking for these days and being able to give them a product and just educating yourself enough to understand, you know, um, how that fits in there. It's a much easier sell than I think a lot of people realize.
2: Yeah, getting to know your customer. If you see those Priuses and Teslas in the driveway and if you see um, Whole Foods bags (laughs) in the trash... Um, you know, you've you've got a potential for for someone who would who would be interested in at least cutting back on the amount of chlorine they're exposing themselves to. All right. Well, thank you very much again. Uh, what's your website? Swimchlorinefree.com. And on there, you are going to have uh, w-
0: what kind of information we find when we go
2: there? Well, we're going to have uh, I'm going to have information of uh, the some of the benefits and some things about ozone that people might want to know. Um I'll have some pictures of our pools and our applications. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the properties of ozone um and what it what it can do for you and uh hopefully not just a sales tool but an actual learning experience for people.
0: Yeah, it's not just a uh, come see my, you know, my website. I, I I know you and I know you uh you know professionally and I know that that's your your goal is to become um you know not only the expert but to give out information and and that information is going to be relevant to everybody uh, across the country so thanks for joining us today i really have enjoyed this enjoyed it yeah and we will catch you next time